grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Being faithful and monogamous is not natural for human beings. It takes work. Deep down, we all know that. We have all been tempted to stray at some point or another, even when it was only a fleeting thought and we didn't act on it. Every time we acknowledge that someone of the opposite sex is attractive or sexy, we are doing nothing more than pointing out that they would be a suitable mate. Not acting on that natural impulse to want to mate with a viable mating partner requires a conscious decision. It's a constant struggle between what your body wants and what the civilised part of your brain says you should do in order to avoid the negative consequences of cheating on your spouse and ruining your long-term relationships. That's why affairs and extramarital sex are often referred to as a moment of weakness. That quote from Oliver Marcus Malloy. Tonight on Lipstick After Dark, we dive into the murky waters of adultery. How it happens, why it happens, and is there any coming back from an indiscretion? Our resident sex and relationships therapist Gabrielle Laurie investigates. We hear from Luke and Sindra from Conscious Couples on an upcoming workshop that combines art with sex. We solve the sex problems of the world with the hilarious Timbalina. And we chat dress-ups with Nikki from the Flirt Adult Store. And as you've probably guessed, these aren't outfits suitable for a book week parade. Undoubtedly enlightening, sometimes controversial, but always deeply sexy, this is Lipstick After Dark. We all know the brain is the biggest sex organ, so it's no wonder there's a fair bit of psychology behind our sexual practices. Our resident sex and relationships therapist, Gabrielle Laurie, helps us navigate our way around the bedroom, or whichever room takes your fancy. What head are you thinking with on After Dark? Relationships always have their challenges. There is something that is more devastating, I guess, than most, and that is adultery. Here to discuss how, why, and what adultery looks like is Gabrielle Laurie, our resident sex and relationships therapist from Thrive Wellness Hub. Welcome back to Lipstick After Dark, Gabrielle. Thank you so much. So, This is a big one, isn't it? And it's a deal breaker for a lot of people. But we do see it happen a fair bit. Um, Yes. Yeah. So why does adultery happen? Again, it's a a very many reasons why it happens. But I suppose I agree with uh, Esther Perel's take in her clip called Rethinking Fidelity or Infidelity. And she talks about... We let parts of ourselves die in a relationship uh, for the sake of security. Yeah. And one of those parts might be feeling like a hero or feeling like a sexy goddess or, you know, all these parts. And then when we meet someone and they see that part still in us instead of just boring mummy or boring daddy, it like makes us think that maybe we're falling for them. But really, we're missing that part of ourselves uh, we're we're in love with the side of ourselves that that person brings out. It's a catalyst. I see. Yes. Mm. Okay. So, 
I mean, as we know, like, I love the Kardashians and it's just, I know, it's my guilty pleasure. I was devastated when the season ended the other day. But Chloe, one of the sisters, has a partner called Tristan who repeatedly cheats on her yet uh, is so remorseful after it happens and tries everything in his power to win her back over. Um, one one time was uh, literally 12 hours before she went into labour. The story broke that he oh, cheated wow. on her. I mean, horrific. Yeah. Why does that happen? Is there different motivations for men and women for cheating? Uh, some say they can be. Like they used to say um, a lot of men have a fear of intimacy and a lot of women. Women have a hunger for intimacy, and that's why they cheat. Right. But there's all different reasons. It's, you know, the parts of you that have died or that you wish you had, they're, they're the reasons you'll be unfaithful. And a, par- a partner will keep cheating if they think their partner will tolerate it. So, yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunately um, sometimes get what you put up with. Yes, exactly. I get that. And there is, I mean, I have heard of situations where I've had acquaintances or whatever that have cheated in the past. And one of the things, particularly for men, and I don't mean to categorise necessarily, but one of the things is it's just sex. It doesn't mean anything. So on the premise that we're finding something that's missing within ourselves that's projected back at us from that other person that we're cheating with... Is it just sex? Is it ever just sex? It can be. He might be missing his partner, seeing him as a sexual god who's really great in bed. Perhaps she's got a few young kids and she's too tired for sex and, you know, he feels so rejected because she's always tired and he's losing that image of himself as great lover. And then this new person comes along who's not tired. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> who is that person? Yeah. I want to know who they yeah. are. Yeah, who are those people? <laughs> They've got no kids. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> I, yeah, I can see what you're saying there. Now, something has happened in a relationship and someone has cheated on the other. And I guess I should also delve into there are different levels of cheating, aren't there? So there's... Sex is obviously knock it out of the park cheating. Yes. Yeah. Right. But then there's there's different levels and particularly with social media and the electronic world, there is more of an opportunity to maybe be emotionally unfaithful. Yes. Isn't and, there? And emotional affairs do just as much damage. Yeah. Because what is the most thing that people find hard to recover from? when their partner has an affair, is the, the break of trust. Mm. They, they can't trust anything you say or do anymore or whether your love for them was really real. So that's the main thing. Whereas there's people that are swingers or polyamorous or um, the LGBTI, gay, lesbian, trans couples might do it really well, just having a, a one primary partner but giving each other a hall pass now and again to just have this sexual interlude that makes you feel young again and alive again, mm. but but you always prioritise your primary partner and you'll even shut it down and be monogamous if they're depressed or lost a job or lacking self-esteem, you know. So they do that very well because, you know, they were already judged very harshly and when you're in that place, then you have more freedom sometimes to go, oh, well, I'm already judged. 
we can we can make our own thing. They're not so bound by the heterosexual stereotypes that heterosexual couples are bound by, which can create a lot of boring marriages mm. and and you know, on top of lack of chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting what you're saying and it would seem to me that a lot of affairs happen because it's lacking within the relationship. It's not necessarily about the other person. So it's happened. There's The bomb has dropped. The trust has been shattered. And a couple decide that they want to try and work through it. What do they do next? It's a great idea to come and see a couples therapist. Yeah. And, and really figure out the reasons why the affair has occurred. Because it could be your different conflict resolution styles and one partner never feels heard or one partner doesn't feel emotionally connected or any romance so they're no longer interested in sex. Or There's all kinds of reasons. Or one person went off sex for a year because of having kids and birth trauma and the other person just felt too lonely. Like, the, And sometimes the reasons are there's nothing wrong with a relationship and nothing wrong with your partner at all. It's just that the person having the affair just wanted to feel like a sex god again. Yeah. Uh, But seeing a therapist... So I've seen many couples that come in and the ones who survive infidelity and it's actually a catalyst for them having their best relationship ever... Right. ...are the ones who were really in love and had good chemistry in the beginning yep. and and it's just fallen by the wayside because jobs and stress and kids and, and they've just taken each other for granted and grown disconnected. So for them, uh, if the person who's been unfaithful is really genuinely remorseful and scared of losing that great person in their life, then and if they're willing to heal things by being really transparent like with their phones their devices showing that they've got nothing to hide and they've stopped all contact with the other person and showing that they've got two feet in and they're not blaming the other person they're totally owning and yep. taking responsibility for their behavior they can mm. say look there was something maybe i wasn't i was struggling with feeling lonely after we had kids when you weren't as interested in sex, but that's 100% my responsibility and I should have asked you to come see a couples therapist so we could work on it. Sure. I shouldn't have cheated, you know. Yeah. So when they take full responsibility and say, yeah, that was a bad choice to make, that ruined your trust, and I get why you're going to be triggered for the next six months to a year. And, uh, and if they don't show compassion when that person is triggered by – you're getting home a bit late from work or or you're taking your phone into the bathroom. If you can't show compassion to your partner and go, oh, my God, yeah, sorry, babe, I get why you'd feel anxiety. Here's my phone. You can check it. I'm going in the bathroom. I don't need it in there. I was just going to watch sports. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but the couples who don't make it, that they come in after an affair, the the person who's been unfaithful generally blames their actions on their partner and just right. says, well, if you'd have been more kind or loving or this or that, you know, I, I wouldn't have done it. Like they don't take any responsibility for their actions and they don't really have much remorse. Uh, then it's not really likely that they're not going to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Now, such an interesting subject and uh, one that we could talk about for years, I'm sure. There's so many deviations and different scenarios in which infidelity can happen. But I think what we need to get out of this is that if infidelity has been an issue for you, go to a couple therapist and work through how it happened and what the resolution is on the flip side of that. Gabrielle, thank you so much for joining us on Lipstick After Dark. You're welcome. Ever wondered about Tantra? Perhaps you want to know the benefits of sperm retention. Luke and Sindra from Conscious Couples invite you to explore the outer limits of your sexuality on After Dark. Welcome back to Lipstick After Dark. We have Sindra and Luke from Conscious Couples with us tonight. And I've got a bit of a question for you. Are you ready for a workshop that inspires? Are you ready to say, oh my God, yes, to your pleasure? Are you ready for a unique creative experience with a sexy spin? If you were a hell yes to all of the above, guess what we've got for you? Sindra, I'm not going to announce this. (laughs) You have to tell everybody... What unique workshop you have coming up, and I'm pretty excited. I'm so excited. So I have teamed up with Deeper Blue Ceramics, who creates these beautiful ceramic dildos. Now, I know people hear that ceramic dildos and they go, oh, my gosh, a ceramic dildo, putting that inside me, etc. However, they're stunning and comfortable and so beautiful. So The two workshops that we have are clay and rosé. So that's our Friday night uh, take on our paint and sip. So you get to paint your own ceramic dildo. Lovely. And take it home. Uh, And then Saturday is create your pleasure. So a full day retreat. I'm going to be doing some embodied dance and some talks around pleasure and then in the afternoon, we're going to be getting our hands dirty with clay and actually shaping our own vulva out of clay, uh, which then again, like you get to take home on this beautiful tile to display in your own home. That is amazing. I mean, look, I love me a bit of craft. Yeah. And this is, this is like great. So take me through the dildo. Now, um, so it's a ceramic. So is, is it glazed? Yes. So in the workshop, we just paint them. And then the beautiful Amy from Deep Blue Ceramics takes them back to her kiln, you know, fires them. I don't really know technical ceramic terms, but, you know, glazes them so their body's safe and they're all sealed up. Yeah. And uh, that's ready to use. Yeah. And that's really important because I was listening to a talk about crystal dildos, which Mm -hmm. has been a bit of a thing, um, a bit of a, you know, a bit of a trend. But there was a doctor that was talking about them and he said with the crystals, because they have so many um, nooks and crannies in them, that it can actually be quite difficult to keep them clean. Mm -hmm. So having them glazed is a much safer option than going the crystal route and you get to decorate it you know yourself with your own taste i mean you know that's just such a better alternative than walking into you know the sex shop and which you know has has its advantages 
you know, USB chargeable, etc. But <laughs> you know, it can be your own style. You don't have to go with no. hot pink if you don't like hot pink. You don't yeah. have to go with hot pink. I the, love the thing, these. The thing is about these too is that they, like by design, Amy has put a lot of research into making them so that they are body safe with the particular glazes that she type, she uses. Mm. When it comes to sex toys, you get what you pay for. So you can get the cheap one, you know, off eBay, but you don't know what sort of plastics or parabens or whatever they're using in that stuff. And this is like really, really high quality shit. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> High quality shit. <laughs> also, these can actually be used in a strap-on harness as well. Oh, yeah. Okay, because we've got the round base. Now, I know it's radio, you can't see this, uh, but it's got a yeah. lovely round base that, yes, can be attached. I see that to a harness. Yeah, mm. yeah. even the um, like the, the glazed ceramic, like, the ceramic dildo is really like weighty and heavy. Like you know, you know that you've got it, and you know that you've got it in you. Um, and the ceramic glaze on the outside of it, like, is super, super smooth and slippery. So once you use some really nice body safe lubricant, um, it's actually really, really lovely to use either on your body on the outside as like a body massager, or like internally as well. I've personally used it um, anally for myself, and yeah. it was a really, really great time. That's awesome. Love yeah. that. I love that. Now, so basically it's a whole weekend of self-discovery is what you're saying. So yeah. we do the dildo on the Friday night and then on the Saturday you're going to talk about pleasure and women getting in touch with their bodies, Yeah, which you are super passionate about and I love yeah. your philosophy around this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The Saturday piece is all about giving women permission because, you know, for years we have been told that it's not okay to own our own pleasure and it's not okay to really own our own bodies. So, yeah, giving women permission to, you know, talk about pleasure, giving women permission to explore pleasure. And then the vulva creating, shaping exercise is all about self-acceptance and like really owning your body. You know, most of us haven't even really like seen our vulva that much ourselves. Yeah. So to actually like take a photo of it and bring it and then shape your own, or we have some books uh, that you can shape, you know, other people's if you prefer. Yeah. Uh, You can also shape some boobs if you don't want to do your vulva or even a penis if you really wanted to, to do that as a, um, you, know, you could hang it, hang some bracelets over it or something, or like your, your keys if you Actually, made a skinny one, I guess. That would work really well. Like the ball sack could mm. like hold that. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. it's multi, it's multi-purpose, you know. <laughs> I have my dildo sitting on my desk because it's actually like a really beautiful kind of decoration as well. <laughs> a, a paperweight. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. multiple purposes, but yeah, the, it's going to be a whole work, a whole workshop, a whole weekend of really coming back to yourself. And, and the Friday nights open to women, men, any identifying people, uh, couples if they want to come along and do that together. And then the Saturday is just for humans that identify as women to really kind of make that a beautiful, safe space for discovery. Fantastic. So can you tell us the details? What is the date? What is the venue? And how do we book? So Friday 16th of July is Clay and Rosé, which is our dildo decorating. Uh, That's 6.30 to 9.30. And Saturday the 17th is Create Your Pleasure, the day retreat. 
and that's 10 till four. And people can just jump on our Instagram, uh, Conscious Couples Coaching, and the link is in our bio there. Uh, if they prefer to pay with Afterpay, uh, Deeper Blue Ceramics has got Afterpay set up. So if you're a if you're an Afterpayer and want to, um, you know, Afterpay your pleasure, Afterpay your pleasure, then you can on her website. Yeah, <laughs> and that has far more value than the um, pink top that you were looking at that you're going to put at the back of your wardrobe, and not wear. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's an investment, and these like the products you get out of it are like luxe they're like luxurious you know you're gonna have them forever except if you drop them Um, there is that (laughs) they don't bounce (laughs) yeah but look uh you know as i said it is radio and you can't see them but they are absolutely beautiful uh i've been looking at them while we've been doing this talk and yeah i can recommend it i think you should all get along Sindra and Luke, thank you once again. I am excited to hear about the fruits of the labours from these workshops. I think they're going to be awesome. And we will catch up with you for what will definitely be another exciting topic because you always bring me exciting topics. So <laughs> We have so many topics to bring you. <laughs> well, we, uh, we did a mind map the other day and we've got a lot, we've got a lot to talk about. I'm so excited. <laughs> Sindra and Luke from Conscious Couples Coaching, Thank you for joining me on Lipstick After Dark. Thank you for having us. Want some love and sex advice? Searching for the answer to your complex, confusing or downright awkward questions. The queen of the Newcastle drag scene is in the building. It's time for In Bed with Timberlina on After Dark. Here we are back in the building with the fabulous Timberlina. How are you today, lovely? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually a bit chilly, to be honest. It has been a little fresh these last yeah. few nights, hasn't yeah. it? It has really been chilly. Yeah. On Tuesday night, it got down to three degrees. Oh, my God. Ain't nobody got so time cold. for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to be really hot either. No, we don't like hot because, um, yeah, we sweat in places. We don't want to sweat. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and your tape will come undone because of sweat and it'll just all go to crap. It will, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of – I like spring and autumn. They're my favourites. They're my favourite too. Oh, snap. Like the, it's like the perfect in-between weather. It is. Love that. Well, we have some really uh, – Interesting questions. I think they're going to stretch us a little bit today. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's like quite detailed, a couple of these. Oh, wow. Yeah. I do like some detail in the questions. Mm, Okay, so here we go. Dear Timberlina, I am in my late 30s and I've been married to my husband for five years. I love him very deeply. We're compatible in many ways. He was a virgin when we first got together. So to my knowledge, his only sexual experience has been with me. I am a larger woman compared to his smaller frame. We are both overweight, but I'm considerably heavier than my husband due to our differing heights. Uh, I've always been extremely aware of my weight issues and I allow my body image to negatively impact my sex life. I don't allow myself to dance or do anything that might highlight my weight. I have never felt sexy a single moment in my life. My husband often watches porn and he attempts to hide it from me. It often hurts my feelings that he is looking at other women, but I understand it's my issue, not his. What tips do you have for increasing my sexual confidence? Whoa, that was a mouthful, wasn't 
yeah, but luckily I can handle it. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess for me, what I'm picking up is like there's a lot of self, like self-esteem issues, I guess. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what they say is like, if you can't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. So I feel like you need to come back into like, what are your thoughts and how you can overcome those um, things? Like maybe that communication, like I feel like I come back to communication every week. Um communicating with your partner, seeing if they have an issue. I feel like they don't, like they're obviously still in love with you. Um, but you need to embrace yourself, girl. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. I think that there's a real, we overlook, when we're talking about sexuality, we sometimes overlook sensuality and getting yeah. in touch with ourselves. Yeah. I mean, he's doing it obviously because he's mm. watching porn. So Girl, maybe um, you need to be doing that as well. Yeah. Watch some porn, have a bubble bath, have a glass yeah. of wine and, uh, you know, put on. And also, you know, I'm, I'm a big advocate of the lacy undie. Yeah. Like, you know, not for them, but for no. you. Yeah, make yourself feel good, feel confident in. I've actually had this conversation with a girlfriend the other week, actually, how it's like if you buy yourself some sexy undies or something that make you feel good, it actually does make you feel good. So go out, hit up some shops. Yep, I can recommend I can recommend Honey Burdette or Bras and Things have a great range. And you oh. sometimes find a, some little gems in Kmart too. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and they're the same price as the as the granny undies, so you might as well just splash out on the lace, I feel. Yeah. Right, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think I think you need to come back to loving yourself there, girl. Loving yourself, finding that within yourself to take that next step with your partner so you feel that intimacy again together. Love your advice. Spot on as usual. I feel like I was very serious. <laughs> Look, you were, but this is what we're about, Timberlina. We're here to help people. And sometimes as much frivolity as we're prone to, we have to be yeah. serious sometimes, and we hope that we've helped. And, and the Kmart undies, uh, certainly, you know, something for every budget. Exactly. That's what you need. Definitely. Do you have lace undies? No, I don't. Do you know, like, sometimes I get inboxes from, like, people, and they're like, oh, we just want a photo of you in your panties. And I was like, do you mean my Spanx? <laughs> <laughs> You need to be taking your own advice, Timberlina. You need to be getting down with your bad self and go and buy yourself some lace. I know. I'm off to Kmart straight after this. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Okay. Dear Timberlina, I know where you're going to go with this one. We're going to use the same word again, but that's okay. We have never once talked about our sex life. He has never expressed any fantasies to me. He hasn't indicated there is anything he would like to try. I haven't brought it up because I am afraid that he wouldn't be interested in having me attempt to satisfy any of his fantasies. I also want to be more open with him about my needs and desires, Uh, but I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. He is a man of few words and extremely introverted. How can I make sure his needs are being met? I mean, we all know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to leave that to the end. I say... Mm -hmm. Start introducing random things into the bedroom, like maybe some toys, and then you're going to gauge to see if he's into that kind of thing as well. Um, a finger here and there, some licking, like you, you don't know what he's into. So, like, why don't you start exploring in the bedroom? And then if that's not working, 
always come back to communication and have a conversation about it. But like, I was such just experimenting with him in the first place. If you already know that he's going to get really awkward about that conversation, maybe just start like bringing like random stuff into the bedroom. He's probably going to be like freaked out. So just don't like bring like a whole box in at once, but just slowly start to introduce something and he might be into that. Or if you know, when he watches his porn, just see what he's into. Yeah, like go through his browser history. <laughs> but is that being too creepy? I was going to say that. Well, look, it could be. Um, maybe, yes. Um, <laughs> still good. Who cares? I'm, a, I'm awful creepy and stalking, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love like going through my Facebook and Instagram and finding people's. It's fun. Mm. And if you can't find that, just let me know. I'll try and hack into his computer. I can't do that. I'm not that good in, with IT. <laughs> we could start a new business. Timberlina's drag IT. Yeah. <laughs> during lockdown last year, people were like, um, just ask Timberlina from IT because during Zoom shows, yes. everyone would, like, wouldn't know what to do. So I'd be like the IT person. Mm. Now that you just Googled stuff. Um, but back to the questions, I guess... <laughs> Just, yeah, really try and dig it without having that, like, awkward conversation. Mm. Yeah, I think if you, you know, you might be surprised if you just, you know, introduce a few things and take initiative, I say, as well. You yeah. know, you, you don't want to leave the responsibility all to the other person. Yeah. There's, yeah, you've got to take some ownership. And if you want to explore, then just, you know, slowly introduce some new things. I yeah, like it. 100%. I think good solution. We did well. High five. Hey. <laughs> okay. Last question for today. I'm 23 and I have a pretty great and adventurous sex life over the past several years. Good for you. Sex is great. Dating on and off is great. And I love giving blowjobs. Like seriously, I love giving a great blowjob. I think we're going to get calls after this asking for the number. I only think... <laughs> The only thing that I get down that I can't get down with is when a guy goes down on me. It's only happened twice. Mm. I actually hated both experiences. I don't know if it's an insecurity thing or someone can actually hate receiving oral, but any advice to make it more enjoyable would be amazing. Now, I do understand the problem. You don't have a vagina. So <laughs> I'm going to let you fumble like your way through it. Totally- this is like totally, I feel like I've written this question. I love giving blowjobs and hate receiving them. So, really? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh. So, <laughs> I would not have expected that from you. I would not have really? expected that. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I get the tally. I mean, this shit has to be even, you know. <laughs> no, I love giving them, hate receiving them. So I feel like people are just born this way. Like they either love it or hate it and we're just really good at giving them. So go just keep giving them and tell them if they want to go down, you're just like, nah, I'd rather do it to you. And I feel like they're never going to be like complain about that, are they? Yeah. I mean, if it was the other way, there might be more of an issue. But- yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, unless they really like doing that, then maybe just like, yeah, you're not that good. <laughs> I prefer you not to uh, touch my bits down there. Thank you. Okay. It's not a big deal. Just one of the things that you don't like. You know, some people don't yeah. like butt plugs. You don't like oral sex. Okay. That's like, that's it. Like, you don't have to love everything about every sexual encounter. So, girl, you don't need that. Okay. 
I like that. I think that's a good uh, boundary to have. There we go. It's a boundary. There we are. Yeah, it is. That's psycho speak. A boundary. So, <laughs> Timberlina, thank you so much. What have you got coming up this weekend? Well, this weekend is all up in arms, I guess, depending yeah. on all these restrictions. But I currently have a virtual show with South Australia Uni for NADOC Week. Um, you can register online. It's on my socials, I believe. So you can just jump on and register for that. Anybody can. And then Sunday I'm between Dubbo doing brunch, but that could all change in a matter of minutes really from Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Announcements. So it's a little bit tough at the moment to do the gig guide, but you know, we'll see how it goes, but I encourage you all artists need our support now more than ever. So if you see virtual things going on, you need to jump on and buy the tickets and participate because yep. yeah. Yeah. This is uh, our bread and butter people. Yes, please do support. (laughs) (laughs) And who more fabulous to support than Timberlina? Thank you so much for joining us on Lipstick After Dark once again, my love. Thank you. Fancy a quickie? Nikki from Flirt Adult Store joins us with this week's hot sex toy tip on Quickie with Nikki on After Dark. There's always time for a quickie, and this week is no exception. We welcome back Nikki from the Flirt Adult Store to Lipstick After Dark. Hey, everyone. Hi. Now, today we're going to be talking about spicing it up in the bedroom. Now, obviously, if we're in a committed relationship and we have been together a little while, there is a bit of a tendency to, you know, get comfortable, which has its advantages, Mm -hmm. but uh, sometimes it's necessary to spice it up and keep the fires burning. And you've got a great idea for our listeners tonight, haven't you? Yeah. So I want to touch base on the really little thing that we forget to do in the last bits of our, not the last bits of our relationship, but we start wearing lingerie at the start, but how important it is to keep that up. Yes. I am so so big on that. Like, yeah, yeah. um, I really think that, yeah, it's something that we do let slide and we think, oh, look, (laughs) I won't shave my legs tonight or I'll just wear my granny undies. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really important with your partner to really put that effort into being a sexual being. Yes, Mm. definitely. And lingerie for females and there's lingerie for males in all of flirt adult stores. And I say to everybody, just for no reason, get yourself pretty, you know, put something nice on, cook dinner, jump in the bedroom, and then just peel away those layers and have a bit of fun. Remember what it was like because we are visual creatures. Um, You'll find that, you know, men will be looking at movies and pictures of women and they tend to always have either bikinis on or some kind of lingerie on. So I would say just get really sexy have a night where you put on music and you do a little bit of a dance and you kind of remember what it's like to be at the start of the relationship and bring back all those feels and just have a wild night in dressing up is really fun and not just for women but for men men need to wear either a g-string or some lace boxes and have a little bit of fun too it brings back the feels of what it was like when you guys were first together when lingerie was always something that we wore but we don't anymore. Yeah. 
<laughs> Look, I must admit I am a bit of a fan of that and I do have quite a collection. But what sort of uh, lingerie do you find is your best sellers? <laughs> I would say body stockings. Body stockings are really becoming popular because it's something that covers the whole body and as you know, some women are mum, some aren't, weight gains, not weight gains. So it is a really good way of kind of pulling yourself all in a little bit tighter, but you your head to toe like you not head to toe, sorry, your neck to toe covered in an outfit that takes a little longer to take off. Mm-hmm. And some of them are crutchless, so you don't even have to. If you're a little bit paranoid, it will cover a little part. You can have fun whilst wearing these things. Right, I love it. And there's Ooh. there's obviously costumes as well, isn't there? So many. So you've got nurses always really popular, yep. police officers popular, schoolgirl, I dream a genie kind of like dress ups, bedroom harems. It just really depends on what your flavour is, but there's costumes for everybody. Yeah. From, would, you know, Catwoman yeah. all the way up to, you know, school teacher. Oh. So you just kind of find what your partner's interested in and pop in and get yourself a little outfit and have some fun. Right. Would you find that probably nurse is the is the best seller? <laughs> yeah, nurse is always a really good seller. Schoolgirl is a really good seller as well um, because you can role play. You yeah. can be the schoolgirl. He can be the teacher, the headmaster. You can tell him that you've copied on someone's homework. He can give you a little bit of a spanking and then you can take your bedroom play to the next level. So um, role play is really popular for couples because it builds that trust that intimacy you're both going along with the same thing and it's fun love it that's fantastic i mean yeah why don't we spice it up in the bedroom and you know if you're listening and you're thinking that you're just having some garden variety sex maybe now is the time to look at spicing it up with some role play and flirt can certainly help you out so i'm assuming that you have yeah all of these things available on your website and in a range of sizes as well yeah, we do. We're really inclusive. So we've got everything from uh, an Australian size 4 right up to an Australian size 26, 28. So we're very inclusive in our sizes. We do not leave anybody behind. And we also have um, small male sizes to extra, extra large male sizes as well. Because guys do like to dress up. wouldn't think so. But the amount of little red panties and G-strings that men buy is, would blow your mind. Okay. Talk to me about the men's dress-ups? So there's lots of different outfits out there for men that they can dress up in. Whether or not you want your man to be a firefighter, a policeman, a tradie, or even Batman, if you've got a hot cat woman at home, have a night where you guys, you know, fighting crime together in the bedroom (laughs) and just really enjoy that time together. But it's not just dress-ups for ladies. Men love it. Men absolutely love dressing up. Oh, I love it. I have a massive smile on my face right now, Nikki. Right. So we can find these on the website. And as we've talked about, you're very inclusive with the sizing, both men and women. What is the website? So our website is www.flirtadultstore.com.au. We've got a code for your listeners, which is AFTERDARK30 in capitals. And that's going to give you guys 30% off anything you want online. And if you don't shop online, you can find us at number 90 Beaumont Street, Hamilton, and pop and talk to the staff today. Love it. About dress-ups and, and what you're thinking and what's going to be good to wear out for you know dinner first and then come home. There's so many different things in our store. You would actually 
blown away. Get along to Flirt Adult Store and spice up your role play in the bedroom. Nikki from Flirt, it's always a pleasure to have you on Lipstick After Dark. Thanks for having me again. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark, right here on Newcastle Live Radio. It's time for my lipstick kiss. Farewell, dear listener. And as always, it's been a pleasure to have your company. Sometimes school nights see us separated from our human electric blankets. But never fear, the weekend is just around the corner and I wish you the steamiest of times, even though it's frosty outside. I'll leave you with this new banger from the very talented Joel Corey. Ray and David Getter. It says it all, really. I'm Louise Wilkinson, and this has been Lipstick After Dark. Grab your wine, put your headphones on, and relax. It's time to rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But be warned, it's adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 8pm every Thursday night, only on Newcastle Live Radio.